Hey besties, welcome to another episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, and this is a space where we talk about moments in life where it's not all sunshine and rainbows. All right, turn your volume up and listen in. This episode probably is my favorite to date. We had a very special guest join us, and it is a conversation that just blew me away. In addition to Trevor, our guest, having incredible knowledge and sharing his amazing story with us, he also was amazing because my laptop tried to die two times during this interview. So at the end, you're going to hear me talk and thank him about dealing with all the technical difficulties. If you're watching on YouTube, you're going to see the technical difficulties because my laptop tried to die. All right, let's just get into it. All right. So I basically, I had reached out to you, well, your team reached out to me and I had asked them what you were interested in talking about. And I did some homework on you because I was like, all right, who is this Trevor guy? And I was listening to your podcast, Trevor Talks, and I landed on a couple of the different episodes and they just blew me away. I had expectations in my head of what I thought you were going to talk about and things like that. And then every single conversation blew my mind in a good way. And so already I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh, come on. I love to hear yeah. that. And I'm, I'm just excited that we're able to have this conversation today. And first off, I love your dresser. Those <gasps> colors back there. Thank you. Like, like, come on. That, yeah. I, my, I just... my whole room kind of has like the rainbow vibe. I painted that dresser, but it looks yeah. good. I'm a big fan of colors. That's kind of my thing is just bold personality, bold colors. <laughs> Come on. And you have to find ways to let that out. Like you mm -hmm. can't find it in your head. And I mean, sunshine and rainbows podcast, you've got <laughs> colors all behind you. Like, that's your personality and you're thriving with it. So. Oh, thank you. Because a lot of people would be like, oh, I'm so colorful. And then they just don't let it out. So you're letting it out visually, creatively. Come on. Yeah. Like, keep it up. Thank you. I I really appreciate that. It's It's been a journey. And so I'm excited to hear about your journey because based on the few things that I know about you, I know we have a lot in common. So yeah, I'm excited to get into this conversation. So Trevor, take yeah, me back totally. from the beginning. Go for it. <laughs> awesome. So I like to start like my senior year of high school because that's where everything kind of shifted for me. So um, prior to this, I was touring, um, doing like internships with an evangelist and um, promoting for an event called Together 2016, which was going to be the largest Jesus gathering in American history, right? Whoa. Um, so in high school, I was doing that and God just gave me the opportunities and the networking to be able to actually go do it. So I never went to prom or homecoming or anything like that because I was out like touring and stuff. So I fast forward to senior year and we're in Birmingham, Alabama promoting the event and I start having a panic attack and I didn't know what it was. Right. So I'm like just walking around, like trying to puke outside, like mm. just trying to make myself feel better some way like i'm like oh i'm sick like maybe if i 
throw up it'll be better like yeah. sorry if that's a little too much for some of y'all but <laughs> uh, but you know i was like just walking around praying and it's at a church called uh, church of the highlands in oh, birmingham yeah. and um so i'm walking out in the parking lot like if you've been there you know there's a bunch of shrubbery where i was behind <laughs> those shrubs like <laughs> I, oh, somebody's gonna hear it one day and they're gonna be like, oh, <laughs> like, there should be crazy. a plaque there. Like Trevor was here, you know, Trevor's first panic attack, Birmingham, <laughs> right here, Alabama. Boom. Um, yeah. So it was, um, it was quite the experience. And like, I went up to the EMTs and I'm like, do I have any ibuprofen or anything? And they're like, dude, you're, I was like 16 at the time. They're like, you're 16. We can't give you medicine. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I like, didn't even I'm, think about that. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Like, where are your parents? I'm like, you're I'm a minor. <laughs> yeah. So, I had my first panic attack there and I was supposed to speak at a university in Georgia the next day, like drive to do it. And I called them and I was like, Hey, I'm sick. I can't do it. And like all of that led up to me being in bed for like a week mm -hmm. when I got home, like I wasn't eating, wasn't doing anything like that. And Amanda, if you know anything about me, like I'm extroverted, I'm like wild child all the time it's just my personality i like to be upbeat i like to crack jokes i like to push the boundaries be a little edgy like that's just me and um it, it completely stole my joy and i would say for a good two going on three years it completely took me off of a platform completely i deleted my social media accounts didn't do any kind of touring i went to the together event and I was having panic attacks the whole time. So like mm. treacherous time. And um, I went and worked for AT&T for almost three years just because it was like, I don't have to be on social media. I don't have to do this, I don't have to do that. Became obsessed with my job. Um, won a lot of awards with that. Like became the number one sales rep in Southeast. Like got sent to Cancun, whole nine yards. Whoa. Like, yeah, so like it was, it was on the outside. It looked like I was doing everything right. Like I was 19 years old. I bought my first house. Wow. wow. Bought a new car. Wow. But I was depressed. Mm -hmm. I was anxious. Mm -hmm. I hated life. Didn't want to go to work. But on the outside, everybody's like, oh, you're doing so good. Keep doing it. And I'm like, like <laughs> don't, don't judge a book by what you see, right? By its cover. So I start, I started therapy. The girl I was dating at the time was like, go to therapy. Like just go to therapy. There, <laughs> You're more than this. And I'm like, okay, go to therapy. Yeah. Go to therapy. End up breaking up with her through therapy. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for the shout out. Um, oh. no, she's great. She's great. Um, she listens to a lot of this stuff. Oh, okay. You're great. Um, we appreciate you and the journey that you helped Trevor on. Yeah. Good luck to you and your man, you know? There you go. Uh, like, <laughs> but it's just all of that. And I went through therapy and did EDMR which is like uh, sound and vibrations and like yeah. just taking you back into your brain to like go through these things that maybe you have trauma that you need to work through and you can go back to that place in your head because we're weird and we're brainiacs. Our brains are crazy. They have so much, so much capabilities. It's insane, like mm -hmm. um, mind boggling. I, I can't even begin to explain. Like I've been studying the brain just a little bit and we had, um, I don't, I don't know if it'll be out by the time this episode comes out, but I interviewed Caroline Leaf, Dr. Caroline Leaf this okay. past week, and she talks about the brain so much. And <gasps> I was just like, uh, like <laughs> my degree so. is in psychology. And that's really for me when I realized like, oh, I thought my life was one way, but it's really another way. Ah, right? okay. 
it's sunshines and rainbows. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, just to like close out the story part of it, it's I went through EDMR and I ended up like two months after. I, I was like, I'm never gonna be able to be back on stage with like Lecrae and all these other artists. Two months after, I was um, emceeing main stage at a festival all the way across the country um, on stage again with like the biggest artists in Christian music. And it was mm. like, I was having panic attacks, but I knew how to deal with them, right? That's the difference. I knew how to deal with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, mm -hmm. I wasn't like Benny Hinn slapped me in the face and I'm healed. That wasn't what happened. Uh. Wish, that would be nice, but God can choose to heal us through medication and therapy and just teach us how to use um, everyday life to overcome these obstacles. So I advocate for overcoming daily. If you're not healed instantaneously, you know, like me, somebody out here is advocating for you and there's a reason to live um, mm -hmm. i've seen so many people die by suicide over the past two years and it's like we're going to keep the conversation going yeah like hence why like my team reaches out uh, the people like you like people that want to have the conversation we want to have it and um just trying to provide some sunshine and rainbows you know like <laughs> trying to be more open to have these conversations to where people feel a little less alone yeah and so in yeah in preparation for this episode and talking to you i actually looked up some statistics obviously not obviously we haven't met before but for anyone <laughs> listening that knows me and my story I'm very open about how I struggle with generalized anxiety disorder and depression and I have panic attacks and mm -hmm. intrusive thoughts and all that, all that stuff that I struggle with. And I looked at the statistics though for men and the statistics are very different for men with depression, anxiety versus women and the way men and women handle them are also very different too. And you actually just touched on that. So it, um, according to the national center for health statistics, one in 10 men experience depression and anxiety and men are more likely to die by suicide three and a half times more often than women. Yeah. Because of and said depression and anxiety. I didn't get help until, like I said, like three years after mm. I started struggling. So I, you know, get help. If you hear this, you know, if you're struggling with depression, and anxiety, and you feel like maybe you're suicidal a little bit you know get help like it, it's not weak for some mm -hmm. reason there's some stigma around it like oh you're weak and i come from a tiny town called social circle georgia uh you don't talk about your feelings there but once i started getting vulnerable like it was so scary getting vulnerable about it for the first few times and then one after another people would stop me and they'd be like hey me too like it's like <laughs> Hey, it helped. Like, yeah, it was like a hush hush thing, but um, so many people are struggling and they just don't want to talk about it. So maybe with the listeners, if you start talking about it, you never know how many lives are being saved and you may never know, but it's all about the effort you put in. And uh, that's just something that I know that you and I are passionate about. Like mm -hmm. we're able to have these discussions to open up that dialogue in people's homes. Like if, 20 people or 20,000 people hear this 
they'll be like, hey, I listened to this podcast today and this weird white dude who <laughs> could totally go on the Vampire Diaries, like really, really pasty guy, was talking about mental health and it made so much sense. And Amanda had these statistics and it got me thinking, you know, remember the other day when we talked about mental health and we didn't mm -hmm. really go into it, you know, like that's, that's how sense. it starts. Yeah. Especially with the pasty white dude part. Like that's <laughs> me all the way. Like I need to, I was like, we, they had to put makeup on me for this TV thing. Oh my gosh. And I was like, I could totally go be on the vampire. Diaries. Okay. Now that you bring up vampire diaries, very important questions. Team Stefan or team Damon? I'm not the biggest fan. Damon's, the, Damon's the like he's the bad boy. He's the bad boy. Okay, and then so, Stefan is like your typical like goody two shoes, hopeless romantic. I relate so much with Stefan, so I'm gonna okay. go. Okay, all right, and I like that. What's her name? Nina. Uh, That's like, her real name, Nina Dobrev. Yeah. yeah. What's the character's name? Elena. Marry me. <laughs> My husband feels the same way, and I'm just like, I'm the farthest thing from Elena. An Elena. Uh. If you're listening to this, <laughs> if I, if the camera would get it, I'd get down on one knee right now. Uh. Like, yes, all the way. But oh my goodness, I'm go with Team Stefan. Okay, the conversation was asked. Yes, and uh, yeah, like, I'm a hope yeah, I'm a, I'm a hopeless romantic. So it's. It's, it's a good it's a good quality my husband kevin is too and it's that's fun one of the many endearing things about him was he super nervous when he asked you out the first time or did you have to ask him out i kind of tricked him into it <laughs> <laughs> our story is very different we met on a cruise ship on spring break in a hot tub ah. that is how we met and we were long distance and we were texting back and forth after meeting on the cruise and i just kept saying you're just such a great friend. I love being friends with you. You're just a great friend, friend. And it pissed him off so much that he was like, I don't want to be your friend. I want to be your boyfriend. Marry me. Yeah, basically that's, so I tricked him into dating me. And then after that, he was like, well, gotta marry you. You know, obviously there were more things that came between that, but essentially I bamboozled him. That's Did he go Beyonce on you with the single ladies dance at all? No, but that would be a sight to see. He loves to lip sync to The Greatest Showman, so I don't put okay. it past him. I don't mm. put it past him. I love it. Oh my gosh. Awesome. Uh, okay, so back to our, I, I love that segue, but back to our conversation. I have a question for you, a couple of questions that I've actually prepared. The first one that I personally have had to navigate where I fall in this, but how does being a believer impact your diagnosis and your treatment plan? At first I found it like, and not even just being a believer, but just the things that I was seeing on YouTube was almost like not God, but the people that were claiming to know more about God than the average person. It was almost damaging mm -hmm. to my mental health because they're like, you're just not believing enough. You don't have enough faith. You don't have enough this. You don't have enough that. And I'm like, oh, I don't have enough faith. Like, uh. And um, that's not true at all. Um, I was at the height. Like, I was at a very high place spiritually. And I still struggled. So it, it was almost damaging to find religion in that. But when I found God, mm -hmm. I realized that medication therapy it's all an asset 
So a challenge for any pastors, pastors, wives, open up the dialogue with your church on normalized therapy. Talk about medication. We get a headache and we could take an ibuprofen, but God forbid you have to get on an antidepressant. Or, yep. Yeah, like makes so much sense. Like, yeah. Let's go church. <laughs> um, but I love our churches. I love our pastors. Uh, pastors struggle with mental health too. So yeah, it's just all about knowledge and understanding and educating yourself. And there's so many resources out there for people to learn for free. So there's really no excuse at this point. Mm -hmm. One thing I love personally, my pastor actually opens up very frequently about his history with anxiety and panic attacks when he first started becoming a pastor. And he talks about the most damaging thing that anyone said to him was they quoted first John four eighteen, which says there's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Whoever fears has not been perfected in love. And he's like, so often well-meaning Christians present scripture to you, but it just misses the point yeah. completely, you yeah. know? And so I think that is something that definitely churches can evolve with and everyone struggles with mental health, especially with the year that we have been through and are still going through right now. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it doesn't make you a weaker person. Just like you said, you take Advil ibuprofen for a headache. Sometimes mental health is literally chemicals in your brain that yeah. were not made properly. And if diabetics can take their medication, someone who has anxiety or depression should be able to take their medication as well. Too. Oh, for sure. For sure. And, you know, I'm on medication. So Woo, me too. Y'all want to <laughs> cast a stone at a medicated individual. Let me just knock out the pros for you real quick. Me being able to do a podcast, me being able to share the gospel on a stage at an event, me being able to do any of the things uh, that involve people has been brought to you by medication and Jesus. So <laughs> just a little plug there. Um, before I was on medication, I was a hot mess. And I'm not saying it's what saved my life. God did. But he used that medication to do so. So and it's not like a one size fits all. So if you go try to get on medication to see if it helps you lead a better life and it doesn't work the first time, they had to try like three different ones before I found mm -hmm. one that actually worked. So just open up the conversation, start with a yes, maybe go get in a therapist chair, psychologist. It, you never know. Maybe even start with talking to your spouse or your brother, your sister, your mom, your dad, your pastor. Um, random dude on the side of the street. I don't know. Like we can have <laughs> conversations with anybody. So literally. Yeah. Just be open, be vulnerable. Um, don't be afraid of oversharing, but when it comes time and you're like dealing with it, you know, you could save a life. You never know what somebody's going through. So. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so all, powerful. It's all so about powerful. that. Yes. It really is. And I was always brought up and taught to like speak the name of your fears and they become less scary. And if you say it out loud, whether it's your shame or your fear, that's the hardest part is saying it. And then from there, you can start your action plan, you know? And yeah. I think that medication is just a puzzle piece and just a piece of the pie. There's medication coupled with therapy, coupled with trusted leaders and peers in the church, your spouse, your friends, your family, community, 
just all, you know, goes together. Scripture, all yeah. of it. And it's kind of like for like, I'm in the digital marketing PR space. So if, if you think of social media as a tool and you use it as a tool, it could be very powerful, but mm -hmm. when you let it run you, mm -hmm. that's where you become a user. Kind of like, uh, the social dilemma on Netflix. If y'all haven't seen it, yes. um, the so, amount of times that was sent to me and I'm like, I yeah. don't use social media like that. Thank you. <laughs> but no, no, it's wild because the only people that call their users, like users are drug dealers and social media, like people. So, and I use it for my, like promoting the podcast and helping out with clients for my agency. And it's, it's mind boggling because if you let social media be used as a tool it's so powerful but I, I say all that to give you perfect imagery for medication people think like oh you get on an antidepressant you're a zombie like it's running you mm -hmm. but what if you use it as a tool to where you can use everyday life you're not using it to get high you're using it to, like for me I have random panic attacks panic disorder so I just have random like there's no reason mm -hmm. to be panicked I just start panicking um so it helps with that and yeah. it doesn't make me cloudy it just helps me live yes so. and that's the biggest thing is being able to put on your oxygen mask like think about the plane how they say in emergency when the plane is crashing put on your oxygen mask first and then mm -hmm. help the person next to you and it's that you have Even to. Even if it's your baby, like yeah, put yours on first. Put yours on first. I'm gonna be real with you, Trevor. I broke up with an ex-boyfriend using that terminology. I said I need to put on my oxygen mask right now, and I his... can't. <laughs> I can't help you. I need to help me, this and that's how I broke up. Like... He looked at me and was like, okay. "I understand, okay." And I was like, God. "I get it." <laughs> <laughs> and he was, uh, he was just like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, Amanda. All right. Oh, all right. <laughs> but, yeah. So you mentioned your agency. I do want to talk about that. So you actually have a couple companies from what I understand. So you have your podcast, Trevor Talks, and then you are part of Transparent Media Company mm -hmm. and Fear is a Liar Company. So... Yeah. Tell me about all of those and how each of them fulfills a different part of your mission. Yeah. So I guess we can start with like in the order you went, like Trevor Talks is yeah. podcast. It's me speaking like it's the public facing side of what I do. And it, it's all about like, I don't profit off Trevor Talks. You don't hear affiliate codes or links or anything like that. It's literally just my outreach, like mm -hmm. wanting to be an advocate, wanting to be a stepping stone in someone's life to overcome their, whether it's mental illness or struggling with um, comparison, whatever they're struggling with, like I want them to know they're not alone. So in the podcast, it, I, I always say it's real people, real topics and real stories, but also it's a combination of conversation, education and inspiration, like no specific order. I always break them up into different orders because there's three pieces to it and none of them are more important than any of the other ones. So if you're not educating yourself, you're not learning. If you're not having conversations, you're not learning. But also like if you're not getting that inspiration, you don't really have the drive to learn, right? So they all piggyback off of each other. And I just interview people like it's literally an interview show. I've always looked up like Saturday Night Live, Jimmy Fallon, 
um, just so many leaders in like the comedy scene and um, that's my inspiration for that and like I just want to have conversations whether it's about faith mental health music um, we've had some of the craziest guests recently and it's just mind-boggling to me that God's opened up that platform so cool um, we're actually at the one-year mark on the 22nd from I believe yeah it's the 22nd of this month so like <gasps> this happy month birthday like, <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> you. This month, I've been going out of my way to just make sure that I reached out to people that I've always wanted to have on because in a year, we've grown to almost 10,000 listeners and it's like, mm. like what? So it's not even a, a vanity metric. It's mm -hmm. just like God's opened up the door for 10,000 ears to listen wow. to what we're talking about. So like uh, the first one for the one year we did Don Michelle, who's the lead singer for the Grammy nominated rock band Firefly, which I, I saw that. Yeah, I love her. It it was just such a great conversation. The second one was Chris Brown, who's a um, former radio host. And now he's starting a, a church in uh, Columbia, Tennessee called The Well. And I listened to him in high school when I was going through anxiety and depression mm. and everything. I'd listen to his talk show. Um, and then next week... Um, we're launching the episode with Rachel Cruz, who's the daughter of Dave Ramsey. So she's a financial expert, yeah. talk show host, like a two-time number one New York Times bestseller. And then after that, like you're getting the list before anybody else has it. Then we've got Dr. Caroline Leaf, uh, which I mentioned earlier in the yes. show. World-renowned uh, cognitive neuroscientist, which went way over my head. If you listen to it, it was more like Dr. Caroline talks and Trevor listens. Like I, I kid you not. Like I that have can be more. like a subcategory, Trevor. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like I barely talked in that whole episode. Wow. She was like, inter she was like interviewing herself, and I was fine with it. I was all there for it. I'm just like, if you watch it on YouTube, I'm just like, <laughs> like what? That's amazing. Um, and the list just keeps growing, and. God's providing some amazing opportunities for that. But as I mentioned, like we don't do affiliate links. I don't make money off of that. That's just me trying to do my best to help people. So how do I fund everything? Mm -hmm. I started Transparent Media Company. So I'm the owner and chief strategist of Transparent Media Company. And we do marketing, PR, creative direction, branding, and so much more. We're like, how, what's the word? I'm not going to lie. I fangirled when I saw that coffee with Rach, like you <laughs> partner with her. I was like, <gasps> we, um, we helped with, uh, getting her to a network and like, uh, recommendations for equipment and starting your podcast. Like it was so much fun. And Rachel is a close, close friend. It's, it was, it's insane to see, like she debuted in the top 150 for all of the Christian podcasts in the country. So uh, and cool. She was like, "Is that good?" And I'm like, "Are you? Are you kidding wild? me?" <laughs> like, I've been yes. doing it almost a year, and we haven't done that. So it's insane. And but I like to walk with creatives, whether it's uh, we work with musicians, bands, uh, authors, podcasters, public figures, uh, aspiring um, musicians. Like, we check all the boxes for like, hey, you have a mission, a mission, you have a message, like. We're going to help you get it out. We're going to help you piece it together. Like we do cover art for like front to back. Like if you come to us with an album and we don't take on everything that's sent to us, I have mm -hmm. to have that feeling of like, I can get behind this. Like we um, recently started working with Matt Hammett, who was 
um, the lead singer for Sanctus Real, a Grammy-nominated mm. Christian rock band. Yeah. And he's a solo artist now, and I listen to his album Treetop. We've been friends since um, we had a, I had a friend, Jared Wilson, who ended up taking his life. He was a pastor. Mm. Um, and he reached out at like the day of, he's like, hey, I just wrote this song. I'll, like, how'd you get my number? Like <laughs> that kind of wow. thing. And um, that's where the friendship started. And now we're working together to get the message out about his new album, Treetop, which there's a song on it called Try. And when I hear it, I just tear up because I'm like, this is the best songwriting you've ever done. This is mm. the best music you've ever put out. And a lot of it's mental health based. Oh, I love that. Um, but some of these artists don't have labels behind them. So we kind of come in and we're like, Hey, we'll develop marketing strategy. We'll develop launch strategy. We'll help you look like, um, build your social media presence. And we don't use like fake followers or anything. Like yeah. That. It's like, yeah. When I say social media presence, the reason I call it transparent media company is because we're more, I want to be more transparent than everyone else in mm -hmm. our field. So like, um, for example, we'll, uh, provide daily content for your social media to help drive engagement to where when it is time to launch something, people are engaged in there. You've got it, it there. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, um, and we've done the same thing for Trevor Talks and we're walking through like um, Donald Miller's uh, Build Your Story Brand book right now. Cool. Um, me and some friends here and um, just, I'm, I always learn like, and having mentors to teach me like, close friend of mine has walked through me every step of the way. Uh, she owns one of the premier um, digital marketing PR companies and I actually worked with them before I started transparent with her blessing. I was like, I feel like I need to do it now. Mm -hmm. She told me three years ago, she was like, you need to start your own agency. And I didn't have the confidence to do it. Um, but then after working on like a Jeremy Camp's I Still Believe movie and getting to work on some of these bigger projects, I was like, oh, so I could per se <laughs> do it. And Yep. Here we are in May and God's provided not only income, but clients and mm. projects that I work on and I don't feel like I'm working at all. That's just yeah. such a testament to like, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. Yeah. And just, I, I don't feel like I'm working, but let me tell you how I started this agency, like what my financial situation looked like in January of this year. Mm. Um, when I parted ways with the company I was working with, um, I, after I started everything for transparent, I had negative $1,600 in my bank account and I built from there. Then the same day I got the LLC for transparent. And then I got my first client which was uh, $500 a month. And then like, and I'm being so honest with you, like you just have to build up. And I want yeah. people that are aspiring entrepreneurs to know there's no right time to start your company. Just do it. You got um, to just do it. Yeah. So I like to say we're professional cheerleaders because we're really just cheering people onto the finish line. So I like, love uh, that. Yeah. And um, fear is a liar is my clothing brand where really it, like fear is a liar. Like fear yeah. liked me for such a long time. And it's such a, uh, it's such a vague statement, but it's so encouraging. Like when people read it on your shirt or even the stronger than your symptoms t-shirt, mm. it just gives you a clear understanding of like, oh, I am stronger than my symptoms. And they see a, like a, the stronger than your symptoms t-shirt has a fingerprint on it to signify that anxiety, depression, none of that's your identity. You can be identified by your thumbprint, but you can't be identified by the symptoms that you struggle with because you're stronger than them. I just got goosebumps. Come uh, on. I love uh, that. Uh, and, I um, love that. Wow. Yeah, so it's a mental health based clothing brand. Uh, find another one. I'd love to see it. Um, <laughs> but it's. I tried. I, I, I couldn't. You're yeah. it right now, which is amazing.
Yeah, so like God's just using all these different puzzle pieces. Like I say, transparent fuels, um, Trevor talks, and then I started Fears a Liar before transparent, but it's, I'm not even in it for profit. Like, mm -hmm. oh, we'll do like uh, free teas, just pay for shipping. And like, we, you just have to watch, follow on socials at Fears a Liar Co. Like, we literally free t-shirts, pay for shipping. Like, we do that once a month. Well, and it's so cool how they just fuel each other, like you said. Like, mm -hmm. they all seamlessly blend into it. And it's just so amazing to see your mission so eloquently stated. And it's, your why is so clear. And I love that because I feel like creatives and especially people on social media, they get out there and they rise to a level, but then get to this point where they're like, okay, but why? Why am I doing this? Why? Yeah. And it's awesome to see that it's so clear and so pointed with you. Yeah. And I will be honest, like uh, in my early teen, well, not early teen, like uh, 15, 16, 17, even up and upwards in the 20, um, I struggle with vanity metrics, like wanting to grow social media and look like I had it all together. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go through my social media, like you'll see, like, I'm pretty sure it, whatever it's like shadow banned or like my engagement sucks. I just don't care anymore. Yeah. I know how to get good engagement, but I'm like, eh, whatever. Like uh, I'm living my life through these lenses and not mm -hmm. this lens. And that's healthy for me. So who cares? Like it's such a balance. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm living life through the lenses of my eyes and I've never been happier. So mm, I love that. I love that so much. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your heart and hopes and dreams and aspirations. Um, thank you for having me and having the conversation. Yes, and thank yes. you for sharing about uh, your husband and breaking up with your boyfriend you and um, refueling my love interest for Elena from the Vampire Diaries. Um, yeah. Here to help. Hey, if she hears it or maybe i'll slide in some dms oh my gosh like, we'll see we'll see <laughs> oh wow so my last question for you before we head out end game ideal world biggest picture what is your ultimate goal for trevor my ideal vision is obviously my name is Trevor and I love to talk. So I want to keep Trevor talks rolling for my whole life, hopefully. But I'd also like to be able to look back at like the life that I've led and be like raising my own kids. But also I'd really like to be able to do what we're doing with Transparent Media Company, like for people like me when I was in a teenager and I didn't know what I was doing and just be able to be an asset to them, but not have to charge them for it. So almost like a mentorship type thing and either have it at a super low cost, like, because I believe that when people get something for free, they don't value it as much as if they have to invest a little bit into it. So we'd have a little cost to it, but um, just teach them about investing like into your calling, like, so that's their first investment into it. And um, obviously it's not about profit, but it's just about the, that mindset shift and be able to teach them how to do everything the right way and maybe help them develop their platforms, branding, all that good stuff and help them to navigate their calling. I love that. And I know you're gonna achieve it because you clearly have things going for you and you know, just the right mindset and awesome. 
I'm inspired talking to you and just so excited to see what all you continue to accomplish. Oh, thank you so much. And thank you for allowing me to come and uh, run my mouth on your podcast. It really means the world. (laughs) (laughs) Always, always. Uh, I'm so honored to have had you as a guest. Thank you so much for dealing with the technical difficulties that we had. (laughs) Hey, it ain't nothing but a thing. Oh man, I appreciate you. And I just want to give you a moment to tell our listeners where they can find you. Everything will be linked in the episode notes, but just to give you the last little tagline here. Yeah. So on Instagram, it's at Trevor Talks and at Trevor Talks Podcast. And uh, you can listen to Trevor Talks wherever you stream your podcast for free. And yeah, that's everything pretty much everything pluggable. (laughs) Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Trevor. Again, I really appreciate you. Awesome. Thank you so much. And thank you to the listeners. Wow. 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 What a conversation. Bessies, I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. Listening to it again while I'm editing this episode just has me feeling all types of feels. I want to take this time to thank Trevor yet again for dealing with all of my technical difficulties, being patient, and just being so open and honest about his story. You can find all of the things we talked about and all of his socials and companies that he started down in the episode notes. If you have your own story that you would like to share or talk about, I would love to hear it. Send me a message on Instagram, either at the podcast page or my personal page, That Manda Girl, or shoot me an email, hello at thatmandagirl.com. Thanks again for all your love and support. I'll see you next week, besties. <laughs>